hey, like if you need a Bible, we'll get you a Bible. If you have your phone with you, it's okay. I trust you that you're not going to text and do all this stuff. And if you do, God is watching you. But, 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 but open up, find the Bible app. It's free. It looks just like that. Uh, you, if you go over to more on the bottom right, go to events. You'll find us right there. And everything we're going to be talking about is in there today. You can take notes. All the announcements, which, which you just heard just a little bit, are in that app. I want you guys to do that because I really, really, really want you guys uh, to, to understand a little bit more about the Bible. It's not some dead book that you only hear at one place and go away. Not right now, Jacob. And, uh, but but it's, a, it's a place where God can speak to you. And he starts to speak to you here. And so, and then maybe you'll hear some things here, and you'll make some notes, but then I want you to go back and look at this scripture. And when I tell you that I think you should probably pay attention every time you're in church, I really, really, really want you to pay attention to this one. This one's like big time. This one is going to be really super practical for, for you guys in your life. It's practical for adults in our life. Because when, I, when, when you get by yourself and you, and you look at these words again, and you hear what Paul is saying, you hear what Jesus is saying to you, uh, it's going to cause you to make a decision. You're going to listen. This is, this is God speaking to you, and you're going to be left with one question after that. What are you going to do with what he just shared with you? Okay? So have your Bible open and take some notes and all that good stuff. So we've, uh, we've been, we just started a sermon series called My Name Is, uh, and uh, we started it last week. And really, it's all about this big, fancy word called identity. Right? It's about, it's about who you are. And, and we have so many things telling us who we are. Right? We, we have so many sources telling us who we are. We have we people, really. We have, we have so many voices telling us who we are. We have so many ways to tell us who we are. But really, it comes down to this one big question. Slap that up there for me, Bailey. Who am I? Who am I really? That's really what we're trying to find out here. Who am I really? Because once we answer that question, once we answer that question, your life will be a whole lot, not better, not easier, but fuller, okay? So when we answer that question, now, now, now Jen last week uh, started off with, the, well, all these sources, right? All these places, all these people, all these things that give us, uh, that tell us who we are, right? We, we have our parents telling us who we are. We have coaches telling us who we are. We have sports telling us who we are. We have grades telling us who we are. We have our friends telling us who we are. We have TV. We have Insta. We have Snap. We have everybody telling us who we are. The thing about it is, and Jen pointed it out really well, I thought, all of that stuff is temporary. You're like, wait a minute, my family's temporary? Yeah. Your friends? Yeah. It's temporary. It, yeah. It's temporary. So you will be released. When I'm, yeah. And so she was saying, so if, if all that's temporary, if it could come and go, or, or maybe, it's, maybe it's a pretty negative source, wh where, where do we get our identity from? And so we looked at this, this guy named John, and, and, and he did this thing where he, he would always call himself the most beloved disciple. Basically, like, like I'm Jesus' best friend. Jesus loved me the most. And when you read that, you're like, dang, John, you're, that's a little full of yourself, right? But, but you don't understand. Jen explained it to us that, that, that this is what Jesus called him all the time, right? My most beloved disciple. You're my child of God. And, and, and so this is what he thought of. Take away everything he had. Take away all his friends. This is who he believed he was. He was the most beloved of God. He was, God's, he was Jesus' best friend. He was a child of God. And that's what he said to you. He said that you're a child of God. You're the most beloved. You're, you are made by the creator of the universe. And this is who you are. Not anything else. This is the thing that's going to stay with you for the rest of your life, even after your life. This, this identity is going to be 
where, where your, your real identity is rooted out of. And so she left us with this thing, and we've said it a billion times a couple different ways, but what God says about you is the most important thing about you. It's the only thing, it's the only person, it's the only word in your life that will not go away and does not change. So what God says about you is the most important thing about you. And so now we're going to talk about voices. And before I talk about voices, I need to talk about introductions. You know, you know what I'm talking about, because we've all been in school, we've all started a sport, we've all been in a club, we've all been somewhere where you have to introduce yourself, right? And I'm not going to, don't worry, you guys don't have to do it, but what I do want to know is the weirdest, most uncomfortable way you've ever had to do introductions. Does anybody have one? Like where they said, hey, you're going to, I'll just give you a hint. One I heard one time was uh, that you got to say your first name and a fruit or a vegetable that it starts with that first, yeah, it's, yeah, like that does anything. What does that do? It's like, but it's like, so my name is Sam and um, I like, uh, it's, and, and I like squash, you know, like everybody likes squash. So, but that, that was one way I heard it. What's another one I heard? Oh, you know this one. Have you ever heard of this one? Wait, listen, shh, listen, listen, listen. Uh, there's one where you got to like turn to your partner and talk to them and get to know them as much as you possibly can. And then you have to introduce your partner in front of all these people that you've never met into your entire life. So these are some of these awkward ways we make introductions, right? So what is, a, okay, Brenna, apparently, that's not that? Well, I, I, I need to do introductions. Jen's got you. Jen's got you. So, okay, Jacob, hold on, Jacob, I'm coming because I want to hear how, how, how people, what's the most awkward introductions? Well, this is an introduction. Is this on? Yeah. Hello? I can, I can talk loud. You can? Yeah. Stand up and talk loud. No, God, no. There, there you have this mic. Is this work? Okay, cool, it's yeah, working. It's All right, cool, cool, cool. Oh, dang, you took the mic from me. Is yeah, this a story? I did. Is I took the mic from you. Would you just go ahead? Okay, here we go. So I come from a pretty big family, and I have a lot of relatives who I don't know. But they, in, they talk to me at parties all the time. They'll come up to me and be like, oh, I remember when I changed your diapers. And I'm like, I don't know you. I mean, of, course, of course I don't say that. But I find myself introducing myself to the same people at the same parties annually, like multiple times. Wait a minute, in your own family? No, well, not like my brother. I know who my brother is. Okay. But like, you know, my distant aunt's aunt's nephew. Okay, that's you know? weird. Yeah, that's weird. Anybody else have uh, – thank you, Jacob. I'm sorry you have a very big family and no one remembers you. So what, what – uh, <laughs> so what, what – you got one? Okay, go. Okay, so last year at school on the first day – I don't know. Last year we had to introduce ourselves to the entire class, so we went around the circle and said our favorite food and our name. And then the, you had to go around the circle and say everybody's name and their favorite food. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. And if you got it wrong, then, like, we had to start over. That would – did it go on forever? Yeah, it lasted the entire class. What's the weirdest food anybody liked? Um, it was – yeah, was it, it was squash something – again? Yeah, squash. Squash seems to be a thing. What you got? What's your name? Jonathan. Jonathan, what's your, what's your weirdest introduction? Listen up. Okay, so I go to a church camp called LYM, and every year we go, I have a group of friends. The first year I met them, they all have food nicknames, and that's how they introduce themselves. There's one called Chili. There's one called Cake. Uh, we had Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, I was Fruit Loop. Oh, but these aren't I snacks. 
No, Those they're just like random foods. They're real. Okay, yeah. They're real foods. Okay, well, thank you, Fruit Loop. So let me see here. Oh, you know what? Okay, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta go on here because I gotta share with you guys something. I learn. I believe it or not, I learn stuff. I learn. I learn new things. I get. I need to. I need to keep up on the on the on the trends. You know what I'm saying? Even though this is like a super old trend. So I heard this one way to introduce you. It's called Shibuya Roll Call. Does anybody know this? Yes. 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 Well, I need to have Jen and Cam and Maddie come up because we are going, since, you know, there's some people that don't know everybody. And so I want us to introduce ourselves. And so what I need from you here, Jen, but I need help from you because it goes, Maren, don't you know this? Don't you know it, Baron? This is one of those times okay. where you have to so introduce yourself in an Yeah, it goes way. like this. It goes, you got to go, you got to go clap. You got to clap. But everybody clap on rhythm, can we please? So it's Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. What Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. And then so after that, after, uh, yeah, and after that, we will introduce ourselves. And after every time we say it, it's yeah. Okay, ready? So I'll go first. I'll go, I got a mic. I'll go first, and then we'll all introduce ourselves. Ready? So ready, Shibuya, cha cha, Shibuya, roll call. I said Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. My name is Sam. Yeah. I can't eat fructose. Yeah. But when I do, yeah, it can get real gross. Yeah. Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. I said Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. My name is Jin. Yeah. I laugh real loud. Yeah. And when I do, yeah, you can hear it across the crowd. Oh, yeah. Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. I said Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. My name is Cameron. Yeah. I have trust issues. Yeah. When I'm sad, yeah, I use tissues. Yeah, Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. I said Shibuya, yeah, yeah, Shibuya, roll call. My name is Maddie. Yeah. Why did you have to make fun of me? Let's try it again. Okay. Go. Ready? Ready? Come on. Come on. Shabuya. Yeah. Yeah. Shabuya. Roll call. My name is Maddie. Yeah. I may be tiny. Yeah. But get me mad. Yeah. I'll be your hiney. Yeah. Shabuya. Yeah. See, that's how it goes. Yeah. Isn't that great? You, does anybody have a Shabuya? Nobody? You do? Isn't that amazing? Anyways, I am, I am pretty sure, listen, shh, I'm pretty sure we're going to, like, do that introduction a lot. So just, just start getting your Shibuya little rhymes going. But anyways, no matter how, how, how we do, my name is Jacob, yeah, I'm, I'm real smart, yeah, uh, but when I eat milk, yeah, I just let a fart. No, 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 no. <laughs> are you lactose intolerant? Are you lactose intolerant? No? Well, then that doesn't work. Oh, you drink milk? Okay. Shh. All right. Let me let me let me rein it in. Shh. Listen up. Listen up. Listen up. So so here's the thing. No matter how we do introductions, whether they're awkward, whether they're funny, whether they're fun, whether they're whatever, this is the thing. This is the thing I notice about introductions. They're never really true. You know what I mean? I mean they're kind of true. They're, they're kind of real, like I really can't eat fructose, Jen really does have a loud laugh, Maddie is real tiny, and Cam cries a lot for a grown man. But, but that's, that's true, but, 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 but we're never really, really true, right? 
You know, wouldn't it be great, like, if we were in class and we just had to, like, give our name uh, and just something about ourselves? Someone would say, like, hey, my name uh, is Jen, and I'm pretty much the worst person to have on a group project. You know what I'm saying? Don't you wish somebody would do that? Just say, I'm a, I just, I, I don't, I'm, I'm literally not going to do anything on the group project, just so you know. Or, or what's another one? Or, uh, or hey, like, my name is uh, Cameron. My name is Cameron. Shh. My name is Cameron, and uh, I, I'm going to tell all your secrets. You tell me a secret, and I'm going to tell everybody. You know what I mean? You know, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. you got friends like that, especially you girls. Be like, can I tell you anything? Oh, I won't tell nobody. Then you're like, you know what she said? But, you know, you, you want somebody just to introduce themselves to somebody like that. Or here's a good one. Like someone just goes, jumps up and says, hey, my name is Sam, and I am probably the meanest person you'll ever meet. Just so you know. Like I can, like, rip you down. I, I'm just mean. But wouldn't it be great if someone would just get up and just tell the truth about who they really are when they make introductions, right? Because then at least, at least we can go, you know what, I am not going to pick Jen for a group project for a show. I'm not going to do that. Like, uh, but when it comes to Cam, I'm not going to tell him any secrets because he's a black. What's that? <laughs> when it comes to Sam, I'm not going to even go anywhere near him because he's pretty scary, you know. Because at least, you know, you can decide whether you want to, like, not have anything to do with them, maybe have a certain amount to do with them, or just not have anything to do with them at all. Or, or maybe, if you're really brave, maybe you think you might be able to change them. So, so I want to, uh, just to, 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 to lead things off, I want to give a real introduction for, for me, okay? And here it is. My name is Sam, and I'm not going to do a rhyme. My, I'm Sam, and I am the meanest person I know. I am the meanest person I know. The meanest person I know, Skylar. I'm the meanest person I know. I could take something that, some, that, that, that happens, and I can just... I can just run it, run somebody to the ground. I can make them feel about this big. I can make somebody like if they th they're pretty positive. I can just tear them, tear them, tear them, tear them, tear them down until they just feel like totally worthless. I, I I just have this ability to find all these little holes and nooks and crannies to just pick at and just make somebody feel completely insecure. This is me. I am the meanest person I know. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna yeah. I'm going to make I'm going to make an introduction for you. Because I know something about you. I know something about everybody in here. Even you, Thomas. Here it is. You are the meanest person you know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You are the meanest person you know, especially specifically to you. You are the meanest person to you. And you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. When, we, when, 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 you, when, you, when you look at a grade, when you look at your friends, when you look on Insta or Snap, when you hear a lecture from your parents, or you, know, you look in the mirror or something like that, these things start coming in your, in your mind, right? You're like, you're like, well, if I could just be prettier, if I could just be more buffer, <laughs> if, I, if, if I can just be smarter, if people would just like me, Oh, and then, and then we start doing this. And I know we've done this. I know you've done this. You're ugly. You're stupid. Nobody likes you. And then we start, then we, and then some of us, some of us, and probably all of us at one point, we really get really low, and we look at ourselves in the mirror, or we think to someone, I hate you. You might as well just forget it. Nobody wants you around. 
Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, see, we're the meanest person we know. And see, it can cause big problems. It's not just this, like, what's crazy is this. We would never really do that to anybody. Yeah, we might call somebody stupid or, or something like that, just joking around. But have you ever really looked at somebody or have you ever seen somebody look at somebody and say, everybody hates you. And they, and they, don't, they don't say, I'm JKing. We don't do that, right? We don't do that because it's wrong to look at somebody. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows this, that we don't look at somebody and just say, I hate you. Nobody, God doesn't love you. We never say these things. But the crazy thing is we say these things to ourselves. But it's okay when we say them to ourselves. But it's not. It's not. Not only is it not okay to ourselves, it changes things about us. I, I didn't bring it, but I, I literally wore the same shirt a couple times, like several days in a row. And, and uh, I, was, I was at road work yesterday, and so that got all stinky. And, and, and it's like putting on, this is what it's like. It's like putting, you know how shirts can look clean, but they're stinky? Guys, you know what I'm talking about, especially underwear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we wear underwear a couple different times. The thing about it, listen, listen. The thing about it is everybody, you, can look, you can look fine. Listen, shh. You can look fine, but everybody knows you stink. Right? It, it, eventually, people start catching a whiff of your, your, your nastiness. And the same thing happens when you talk negative to yourself, when you say those things to you, eventually it will impact how you act. You're going to be stressed. You're going to be in a bad mood. You're going to even be horribly, start being mean to other people or not even talk to other people. This is a real thing that really impacts your life. And I know, I know nobody's going to raise their hand because I don't want anybody into, but, but, but I know it affects me and I know and I know and I know it impacts you and it causes huge problems in our lives. So the question is, how do we stop this? Nobody wants to do this, right? I don't think anybody wants to do this, right? We don't want to do this. So how do we do it? Because this isn't like a Christian problem. This isn't an atheist problem. This is an everybody problem. Everybody does this. And luckily, God has spoken about this several, several times. And so we're going to look at something from this, this funky little letter called uh, Colossians. Now, remember, the Bible is a, a big library full of all kinds of different genres, just like a library is. And this little, this little letter uh, from, called from the, to the Colossians is literally a letter. It's a letter that this guy named Paul, who kind of started the church over in the Middle East to really spread it, who, who wrote this letter to these Colossians, who he never really met. He just heard about them, and he wrote this letter of encouragement to them. And see, what, what, what the thing about this letter is, uh, the reason why he was writing this letter is, it, it's actually a lot to us, too. Because he had a problem, these, the Colossians had a problem with their identity, just like we do. See, because they, they, they were, this, this Colossian church was followers of Jesus, so they had this, this follower of Jesus thing going in their mind, you know, like turn the other cheek and carry packs two miles and, you know, love your enemies and all this crazy stuff that they were trying to figure out that no one has ever said before. But then they're also Romans. So they have to be Roman and all the stuff that goes along with being a Roman, and that's totally different from being a Christian. And then within, intermixed within this church is some Jewish people, too. And they're like, no, you, you, you're, you're a Jew. Because you're a Christian, you're a Jew too, so you've got to do certain things that Jews do. And so they had all these people telling them who they were. And they, just, and they didn't know who they were or what to do. And it started to cause problems, and there was some negativity going on in the church. And although the scriptures doesn't say this, I am almost positive there was some stuff going on inside of them too. And so Paul, after he wrote all this thing, in, ch in chapter 3, verse 8, he, he wrote this to them. He says, 
but you, and this is after he's talking about what it means to be a follower of Jesus. He says, but you know better now. So make sure it's all gone for good. And he says this, he says specifically what needs to be gone for good. He says, bad temper, irritability, meanness, profanity, and dirty talk. Let's pray for a minute. Good and gracious God, as always, I pray that you will give every single one of us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts that are open and willing to change. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. And all of God's servants said, amen. So you know where, like, rules come from the church? You ever wonder that? Like, why is there a rule that's this? Why is there a rule that's that? Why is there a rule that you can't curse? Right? Why is there a rule? Where does that even come from? Right there. So that's where it says, it says, no profanity or dirty talk. Now, here's the thing. What was Paul really talking about when he said that? I think what a lot of us think is like curse words, right? You can't curse. You can't say bad words. He's kind of saying that. But what he's really saying is don't say stuff that hurts people. Don't say stuff that demeans people. And, you know, if you really think about those words, and I know you all know some of those words. I've heard them. Some of you are very prolific. And see, the thing is, it's not the word. The word's not the bad word. It's what you're saying behind it. You know what I'm saying? I, I always want to do this. You're not going to be damned to hell because you curse. See, I can say those words here, but if I said damn or hell any other way, it's wrong. You see, because it's not about the word. It's about the thing behind the word. And see, so, so we always think about that. Like, don't say bad words because uh, they're bad. No, don't say bad words because they hurt people. Right? But, but you ever thought about it like this? Because this is what I really think Paul's getting at. Don't say bad words that hurt people, especially words about yourself, right? Because when you say these words to yourself, when you say you're stupid, when you say you're ugly, when you say you're, nobody likes you, that you hate yourself, all these things, you're, you're demeaning yourself. You're saying things about yourself, first of all, and, and we're going to say this over and over again, that simply aren't true. You may not be good at math. Who is? You know, especially math nowadays. Or, or who, who says who's pretty and who's not? Who says that? You know? Yeah, I know you are, Thomas. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, who, who says these things? Because ultimately, remember what we said last week, what God says about you is the most important thing about you. He says that you are beloved. He says that you are a child of God. He says you are everything I've ever wanted you to be. You may not know it yet, but you are perfect. And I love you just the way you are. So he says, get rid of that business. Get rid of, of profanity and dirty talk because this is what happens when we, because when we do that to ourselves, and he says it. He says it right here. There's meanness, irritability, and bad temper. If you sit there and talk bad about yourself all the time, everybody's going to know you're wearing smelly underwear. You know what I'm saying? It's going to come out. It's going to be, everybody's going to know it, that you hate yourself. So don't do it. And so it's like he says, it says just like take off the, well, yeah, here's weird. Take off those underwear. Take off the shirt. And see, that's a problem. Then you're naked, right? Yeah, that's right. Wait a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay right here, Jacob. Just stay fully clothed for a minute. Because he's right. Because listen, listen, listen. Listen, because he's like, because you would be naked if you took off all those things. Because let's be honest. Here we go. Here's where I bring it back into the, the mature realm. If you took off all your armor, right, if you took off all the things that make you feel safe, you'd be naked, right? You, it's, 
even though you don't like saying these things about yourself, you, these, this is like a blanket or something dirty you wear sometimes just to make you feel safe that you're ugly. No one likes you. So I'm not going to like anybody. Do you see what I'm saying? So, 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 so Paul says, here you go. You ready? He says, stop that business. Stop it. But he doesn't. Well, how do you just stop it? How do you stop it, right? And that's what I always find funny because people are like, well, Sam, I just can't stop being negative on myself. I can't stop hating on myself. I can't stop doing all those things. Why? You stop cursing when your parents come around or when the teacher's around or you hide the text. You know what I'm saying? You can stop doing that. Why can't you stop doing this? And maybe it's because, maybe it's because you don't know what to replace it with. And see, Paul, Paul goes on and says what to replace it with. In uh, Colossians 3, chapter 12, I mean, chapter 3, verse 12 and 14, he says, uh, So, listen, slow chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you, compassion and kindness and humility, quiet strength and discipline. Be even tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you, and regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never, never be without it. And that's what he's trying to say is like, guys, you need to put on something that God gave you from the very beginning. Right? You need to put on this new identity. You need to put on this, this, this person that you really are. This, this child of God, this beloved. This person who's been forgiven. This person who has been loved by the creator of the universe, you have to put this on. And just like you have to put on clothes every day, it's something you have to do. You have to put it on all the time to remind yourself. So hopefully that will sink in to you. And then you will be changed, not just from the outside, but from the inside. And how do you do that? How do you do that? Put that slide up, the next one. Put, put the, there you go. So he talks about compassion and kindness, right? So so when you're, when you're hard on yourself, like, man, I... I, I failed that test. I, I didn't get the goal. I, I lost the game. Uh, and you're because I suck. I'm never going to do anything right. I, I'm stupid. All these things you say to yourself say, no, I'm not going to say any of that. Instead, I'm going to I'm going to forgive myself. Hey, I, everybody messes up. I, I, I miss I, I miss making whatever I did, the grade, the goal, the, the class, the, the whatever. Just forgive yourself. God, God forgave you for much, much worse. And then he says, too, with quiet strength and discipline. This is something that you're going to have to do all the time because we're going to be so, we're so like bent towards being hard on ourselves, aren't we? We're so bent towards that. So every time you hear that negative thought that I hate you, you're stupid, you're ugly, say, nope, nope. I'm I'm loved by God. I'm a child of God. I'm beloved by God. And you're just like this. This stuff doesn't this stuff isn't practical, Sam. It will be once you keep doing it over and over and over again, because you never you ever notice how we've talked about this for like almost every other sermon, because, guys, if you understand this about yourself. If you understand you're more than the school you go to, you're more than the family you're part of, you're more than more than the sport you're in, the school you're going to go to, the church you're a part of, the clothes you wear. Once you get this. Your life is never going to be the same. And that's why I want you guys to really hold on to this one, especially this thing that you got to stop this negative talk. In fact, I want you guys to remember something, and it's a two part thing that we're going to have to do. And we're going to do something. Let's go to the next slide. I want you to do this. Toss the trash 
and pick the positive. Okay? And you know what the trash is. And you know what you need to be positive about. So here's what we're going to do. There's a piece of paper and a name tag underneath there with a pen. So what I want you to do is this. We're going to go into 120 seconds, and I want you to really think about this and write this down. Because there's going to be a bonus at the end of this. On that piece of paper, and make sure nobody sees it, because that's only between you and God. Listen up. I want you to write that thing, that trash you keep saying about yourself. Shh, listen. That trash you keep writing about yourself, I'm stupid, I'm ugly, no one likes me, I hate myself, whatever it is, if it's more than one thing, write it all down. Shh. Write it all down on there. But then I want you to write on my name is, that my name is part, I want you to write on that thing that you want to be clothed in, that you want to put on. Do you want to put on love? Do you want to put on forgiveness? Do you want to put on compassion? Do you want to put on kindness or humility or quiet strength or discipline? Write that on there. Maybe it's many things. Write those on there. I want you to hold on to it because we're going to do something after the 120 seconds. So write, write, that, write those two things down, that trash you got to toss, that negative talk, and that thing you want to become, that positive thing you want to become. And let's take 120 seconds, and then I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to tell everybody what to do next. Shh. And we're going to be very quiet. Shh. 